0: So here I am sitting in my closet about to record a podcast that I actually didn't even know that I was going to be making until literally yesterday. It's funny. My husband just poked his head in the door. He gave me a look and laughed and left because I can only imagine what he saw. My legs hanging out of the closet headphones on, blanket in the closet, and here we are creating a podcast. He just knew. He didn't even have to say anything. He just knew that there were some kind of shenanigans happening over here. Why am I recording the first episode of this podcast from a closet, you ask? Well, we just moved and our house is only partially furnished. My office in particular is completely unfurnished because there are so many delays with COVID that I just can't record in it. It's too echoey and literally the closet was the only place I could get good audio. So here we are. I'm literally like Harry Potter over here. In the closet under the stairs recording and listen. I hope there's at least one other Harry Potter fan here so I don't feel like such a nerd. Now, before I dive too much deeper, I wanted to introduce myself. My name is Nikita and I am a digital strategist and a content creator from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, or as Toronto as we native say it. Most people are who aren't from here say Toronto, but it's if you want to sound like a local, it's Toronto. And listen, I wanna introduce myself, but I wanna go a little bit deeper than just, hey, this is my name and this is my title, because you know what? I want to set the stage for this podcast, and I want this to feel like an intimate experience. I know you're listening to this probably from your Amazon Alexa or from the speaker of your car, but I want this to feel like we're in the same room together, like you are at my house, we're having a dinner party, and no, we aren't sitting at the dining room table because that's just not how I roll. We're sitting on my back patio, sangria in hand, and we're talking about all things social media and business. So with that being said, let me introduce myself. But I want to take you back, like way, way, way back to when I was in the 10th grade. I was 16, and I took my first media studies class. I have always been a creative person, but I've never been like a painter or a sculptor or anything like that. But when I took media studies, well, that was the first time I found a creative outlet that I loved beyond belief. And that was digital design and anything digital content creation. From there, I landed as the yearbook editor of my high school and it was really cool at my school because in the senior year, you can take the yearbook class and it's actually considered an AP level or university level class. It's two semesters. I took it. I was the yearbook editor with one of my besties and we just had the best time ever. So when it was time to go to university, though, I decided to take communications. I wanted to learn the strategy and the theoretical part of what went into creating content. So off I went. I took lots of general studies in my first years of school, including journalism. I took... Uh, photography, I took digital design, but it was my photography class that I really, really fell in love with. Now I knew I didn't want to ditch the strategy part of it. I loved it and I was determined to continue on the communications path and focus in on public relations my last two years of school. But with that being said, I took a photography class and I loved it so much that I decided to go out and buy my own camera. I bought, my first camera ever was a Nikon D90, bought my own camera, decided I was going to teach myself to take better photos, teach myself to edit, and I was going to start a photography business. And back then I didn't have a website, I didn't have any clients because I was just taking free photos for friends and family, but I decided I was going to start a Facebook page. And way back then was when it was the good old days, let me just tell you, that was back when and you got like 50% of your audience would see your content. Sometimes, like 60, 70% of your, your uh, audience would see your content. Those were the good old days. I would love to go back to those days, but here we are, 2022%. All right, that's cool, Facebook. We're going to deal. But I started a Facebook page, and within three months, I had real clients. I was shooting weddings, I was shooting family portraits, and I was doing all sorts of stuff. Now, let me just tell you, I had no business starting a photography business. I literally barely knew anything about photography. But you know what? There's something to be said for that bright-eyed, bushy tail attitude that many of us have when we're young. We dive in, we do things, we learn, we grow. And that's exactly what I did. I was by no means a bad photographer, but I got so much better as the time went on because I was doing it. And everybody's a beginner and everybody starts somewhere. But man, hats off to 20-year-old Nikita who jumped in and did it anyway, despite the fact that photography is a very oversaturated field. There's like thousands of photographers everywhere. And I live in Toronto and so you can imagine... That living in a major city, there's like photographers here, there, and everywhere. But I did it anyway, and I made it a successful business. Fast forward to the end of my university career. I was still shooting photos, but I segued into my first full-time job. And I was a marketing and communications assistant for a not-for-profit. I loved that job, but... Two months into that job, it was like the entrepreneurial itch started to come back. And I realized that there was a gap in my community. There was no publication that was focused on millennials, so people in their 20s and 30s, that was talking about arts, culture, food, and news. So I was like, I'm going to start a media company. I'm going to start an online publication that talks about all of these things. And again, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, right? In my 20s, had no business starting a media company. I knew I had the skill sets because I knew how to write. I knew how to take photos. I knew strategy. I understood social media. So I knew I had the right skill sets to make it happen. But if you looked at me back then, it would be super easy to say, you have no business starting a media company. But I did it anyway. And listen, the first month of having that media company, probably the only people that read my online publication was My mom and a few of my friends bless their hearts for supporting me and for being there for me. But I was determined to grow it. And within three years, I grew that media publication to over a million online reach per month. And that was because of consistent work over time that led to the goals that I wanted to get. That is something to definitely think about as you're looking to grow your social media channels as well. But I bootstrapped that with very little marketing budget basically little to no social media ad spend, but everything I learned in that business is basically what I teach travel agents today. How to create engaging social media content that gets clicks, gets likes, gets shares, gets saved and bookmarked, and come people come back to time and time again. How to create an audience of people that are engaged and really truly interested in what you have to say, and how to leverage your local market to find customers. But before I get into how I teach travel agents today, there's a little piece of the story that's still missing. 2018 comes around. Some good friends of mine who run a media company, they've worked in the travel industry for over a decade, creating content and strategy, and they said, hey, Nikita, you're good at content creation. You want to hop on board and do some projects for us. You get to travel. You can go here, here, and here and take photos, maybe do some video content. And of course, I was like, sign me up. Where's the paper? Where's the plane ticket? Let's go. Because... Who doesn't want to travel and create content? It was an amazing time back then. And then, of course, that segued into hey, you know how to create organic social media campaigns with little to no budget and make them go viral help us help our clients do that too. And I was like, all right, I'm here for it. But during that time was when I had my first opportunity to work directly with travel agents. And it was actually on a project dealing with social media. So I was able to see very quickly where travel agents were lacking and where their challenges were with social media. Fast forward to 2019, and that's when I launched Travel Agent Collective. And that is really just like my favorite project to date because it is a culmination of all of my skills. I'm able to bring in the content creation by helping travel agents create their content every single month. I'm able to loop in the strategy and all the stuff I honed over those five years in university to help travel agents execute better strategies. And so many of the strategies I use in my media company is what I teach travel agents today. Those scrappy grassroots strategies that don't require a big marketing budget, little to no ad spent, and can get results and really put you in the thick of things, getting to know the people who follow you, getting them to know, like, and trust you, and ultimately booking with you. But I know you came here for some tea because you probably read the, the title of this podcast and thought, well, why doesn't Nikita want to start a podcast? I don't understand. She says she doesn't, but here she is starting a podcast. So let me just tell you, when I was thinking about, and let me just preface this by saying I love podcasting. It's one of my favorite things. And my media company before had a very successful podcast. But I, when I thought about doing a podcast, the first thing that came to mind was, man, there are so many great travel agent podcasts out there. Do I have anything to bring to the table or anything new that I can share? And when I shared this thought with uh, my colleagues and friends, they were like, of course you do. Of course you have things and perspectives to bring to the table that don't exist. Isn't it interesting how we so quickly doubt ourselves? But I had to like backpedal real, real hard for a second and think about 20-year-old Nikita who was like, I'm going to start a photography company despite the fact that there is like a sea of photographers and I'm nowhere near the most experienced. I'm going to do it anyway. And 24-year-old Nikita who was like, I have no business starting a media company. I am not a media executive, but I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to learn, and I'm going to tweak, and I'm going to change things along the way and make it successful. It's funny because we always say, oh, well, if I could write a letter to my past self and give advice to my past self, this is what I would say. But it's like I needed past Nikita to write a letter to future Nikita to remind her that she has something to bring to the table. And it's funny because I have this conversation with travel agents all that time travel agents ask me all the time, well, how do I separate myself on social media? How do I stand out in a sea of travel agents? I have like 20 travel agents who sell the same niche in my city. How do I differentiate myself? And my answer is always using and leveraging yourself. You are the only you. You are your superpower because nobody has your lived experiences. Nobody has lived your life. Nobody has done what you do. Nobody has learned in the ways that you do. And nobody teaches like you do because they are not you. So I had to take a little slice of humble pie and remind myself, yes, I have something to bring to the table that's new and fresh, a new perspective because nobody else is me. And despite the fact that there are some amazing travel podcasts out there, there is still room for me to bring my own perspective and bring something fresh and new to the table. So here I am, episode one of this podcast that I didn't think that I was going to ever start. But listen, take my advice when I say that you are your superpower, especially when it comes to growing your social media and converting your followers into clients. The best thing that you could leverage is yourself, your experiences, your knowledge, your expertise, the things you've learned along the way, the travels, the experiences that you have had. All of that is stuff that you can leverage and bring to the table to differentiate yourself from everybody else. Just remember that you are a unicorn, my friend. There is nobody else quite like you, and that is your opportunity when it comes to social media. Show up authentically as yourself because in 2020, social media has changed. People want authenticity. They want connection, and the best thing that you can do for your social media presence is to show up authentically as yourself. That is what's going to resonate with people. That is what's going to make people feel connected to you. That is what's going to grow your know, like, and trust factor. And that is what's going to inspire people to slide into your DMs, pick up the phone, send you an email, and say, hey, I'd like to book that trip with you. Don't underestimate how powerful it is to show up authentically as you and to share. Listen, friend, thank you so much for joining me on this first episode of my podcast. I can't wait to dive deep with you. I cannot wait to sit and chat and talk strategy with you, just like we're on the back porch with that sangria. I cannot wait to share every single thing I've learned about social media, digital marketing, online growth, to help you show up, get results, and grow your business. So feel free to find me over on Facebook and Instagram at Travel Agent Collective. I cannot wait to see you in my feed and in my DMs. It is always a pleasure to connect with travel agents on social media, and I can't wait. Come and join the party with me over there.